This is the Perch Podcast coming to you from Studio C in the heart of the Multimedia Communications Academy located at Sun Lake High School. MCA. Here is your host, Mr. Webster. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, Seahawks, whenever and wherever you might be. It is hard to believe we are in our second episode of our first season here at the Perch Podcast at SLHS, yet here we are, and we have another amazing show lined up for you this episode with our weather, student financial literacy, local business spotlights, and lastly, some great college prep tips. So with that being said, let's jump right on in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode, which is all about hurricane awareness. My name is Jenna. Get cozy, and I hope you enjoy. Hurricane season starts this year on June 1st and ends November 30th. It is said from other meteorologists slash forecasters that this year will be another year above average in the Atlantic hurricane season. This means that the water in the Atlantic Ocean is a lot warmer, which will produce stronger storms. Did you know that the most prone part of Florida to be hit by a hurricane is the Panhandle and the least prone area to be hit is Gainesville? Some things that you can do to prepare food-wise is buy non-perishable items such as cereals, trail mix, canned goods, and most importantly, water. Some other things that you need to do to prepare is to have a safe space in your house, preferably one that puts more walls between you and the outside and one that does not have any type of windows. You'll also need batteries, battery-powered radios, flashlights, and a first aid kit for your emergencies. Some things that you can do during these hurricane days is spend lots of time with your family and have bonding, play board games, read books, build forts, and enjoy arts and crafts. I hope everybody enjoyed this week's episode. Stay tuned for the next one. Bye, guys. Welcome to episode one of the Student Financial Literacy segment with your host, Michael Rabin. In this episode, I will cover some useful budgeting tactics that can be useful to high school students as well as adults. One of my favorite tricks is putting digit limits on spending. What I mean by digit limiters is that you should spend a digit or two below the amount you have saved up. This trick may be hard to understand at first, but it's very effective in maintaining your finances. Here, let me give you an example. Let's say you've raised $75,297 and you need some of that money for the week. I would tell my mind that I am only allowed to spend $297 for that week. Any remnants of that money can be ran through the stock market or put into an emergency fund. However, securities will be for another episode. Thank you for tuning in with me. I am looking forward to discussing different topics with you guys in the upcoming episodes on the Student Financial Literacy segment. Welcome back to Locally Loved, your source of information on Land O'Lakes' most delicious restaurants. I'm your host, Evie Fleming, and today I'm going to talk about one of my favorite family-owned businesses, Hungry Harry's Famous Barbecue. Although it started out as a mom-and-pop restaurant in 1985 on Old State Route 41, they've actually downsized. After having to chop off half of the building to make way for more lanes of road, they opened a second building to accommodate for their hundreds of loyal customers. Celebrating their 35th year of successful smoking, Hungry Harry's dining rooms are open in both their Orlando Lakes and Snap 
stuff near locations. They also have a pit side curb pickup for those who need a smoky taste for the road or are still uncomfortable with sitting in dining rooms during the pandemic. Hungry Harry's offers large family packs of meals, an assortment of meat platters ranging from the chicken to what they like to call the He-Man platter, sandwiches, salads, a la carte choices, and desserts, including but not limited to homestyle cobblers and peanut butter pies. Also, if you fall in love with their sides or barbecue sauce, you can buy anywhere from half a pint to a gallon of each. Every time I walk in the homey main dining room, I immediately feel at home. The mouth-watering scent of pulled pork and delicious barbecue sauce bringing me back to a place where I can relax. The waitresses know my family so well, they bring our drinks to the table without us even ordering. But don't let the fact that this business is a small 41 restaurant make you think that you can easily get a table. The Land of Lakes community loves this local eatery, so make sure to arrive a bit before the lunch or dinner rushes to avoid a wait. One great part of Hungry Harry's is that they are a local business that supports other local businesses. All up and down the sides of the menu are ads for other companies in the area. For more information, head on over to HungryHarry'sBBQ.com. That's HungryHarry'sBBQ.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to today, and I can't wait to return next time and share another amazing locally loved restaurant. Until then, happy eats. Hey everyone, welcome to the first official episode of the show. I'm Carl with a Q, and in our first episode, I'll be talking about what classes to take before college while you're still in high school. These episodes will mainly be pointed towards freshmen and sophomores, but upperclassmen can still get some useful tips from the show. Once you reach high school, the classes you take and the grades you get will start to become very important. When it comes to academic courses, you'll want to push yourself to take the higher level classes. So instead of basic classes, you want to try to take honors and even AP and dual enrollment courses. If you are planning on going to college out of Florida, AP classes would best prepare you for college. You can even receive required core credits for college when taking an AP class. And if you take certain basic classes, you may not receive any college credits. However, if you know you're going to college in Florida, dual enrollment classes will be best for you. Even though you get about the same amount of credits as an AP course, Dual enrollment classes are more likely to successfully transfer your credits. In general, you only need teacher approval to take an EP course. But in order to take a dual enrollment course, you need an unweighted 3.0 GPA and you need to get a passing score on either the SAT, the ACT, or the PERT test. I, re I recommend the PERT test because it is the first available test to take and it asks general questions about math, reading, and writing. When it comes to fun electives, there are much more options. You get to choose the classes that you want to take. But I suggest taking the classes that will better prepare you for college when you reach your upperclassmen years. That's all the time we have left this week, but I'll see you next time where we'll talk about your college search.
what an awesome show. Thank you all once again for joining us here on our second episode of our first season here at the Perch Podcast Show. This was another amazing show put on by our Sun Lake High School students. I can't thank them enough for all the hard work that they've put into preparing and producing their segments. If you're a student here at Sun Lake High School and are interested in producing content for our podcast show, student newspaper, or even our yearbook, make sure to come by see me, Mr. Webster, in room 4136, and I will gladly share with you how you can be a part of the Multimedia Communications Academy here at Sun Lake High School. Have a great rest of the day or evening, Seahawks, and remember, be kind, Sun Lake. This was a Multimedia Communications Academy of Sun Lake High School production created and produced by Seahawk students. Make sure to join us next week with information on everything Sun Lake and more.